Thank you for tuning in. Today is Thursday, April 27, 2018. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg said he regrets not having a bigger impact on the way that mobile platforms developed in the last decade because Facebook was a small company when iOS and Android were first emerging. He says that just wasn't a thing we were working on. The perspective comes as Facebook is trying to get past a backlash about certain ways its product has harmed society. Amazon and Tesla are usually proud of appearing on lists, but not this time around. The advocacy group National Council for Occupational Safety and Health has placed both companies on a dirty dozen list of the most dangerous places to work in the US based on their factory and warehouse conditions. In both cases, they reached the list due to reported higher than average injury rates, unnecessary risks, and an unwillingness to address workers' concerns. Last month, Dig an all-beloved content aggregation destination, made the sad announcement to its loyal following that it was shutting down its RSS platform. Dig Reader This wasn't merely a product decision, it turns out, but a development as the company transitioned to a new parent company. Multiple sources tell me that Dig, formerly owned by Betaworks, has been sold to the little-known Boston-based adtech company Bicell Ads. The company bought Dig's assets as well as its editorial and revenue teams, for an undisclosed amount. Additionally, the blockchain-based digital publishing platform Civil has hired up many people from Dig's tech team most recently. Dig raised a Series C round of funding that was led by Gannett. Our plan with Dig is to not screw it up, says Bicell Ad CEO Todd Garland, confirming the sale to me he hadn't announced the acquisition publicly for fear that it would give a bad perception about what an ad tech company will do with a beloved media brand he says the company planned to make the announcement at a later date. Following a controversial redesign, Snapchat is planning another change that is sure to work some of its users according to a report from Digiday. Snapchat is beginning to test non-skippable advertisements in its mobile application Sylvania HomeKit Lightstrip. The report says that Snapchat plans to test a new ad format in its TV-like content. The advertisements will not appear in Discover content or user-generated stories, but rather in its serial content like its second-chance reality show. The ads are said to be six seconds long and are non-skippable. Snapchat is referring to the new ads as commercials according to the report. Snapchat hopes that users will simply become accustomed to the fact that they have to sit through advertisements in exchange for free content. Twitter is making good on its pledge to fight the persistent problems of spam, bots, harassment and misinformation that have plagued the social platform for years today. In its generally positive Q1 earnings report, the company announced that changes it has made related to TweetDeck and its appy two of the most common spam vectors on Twitter in the past quarter have translated into real numbers that point to overall improvements in quality on the service. Specifically, according to figures published in the company's letter to investors, 142,000 apps, accounting for 130 million tweets, have had their appy access revoked and there are now 90% fewer accounts using TweetDeck to create junk tweets. To note, Twitter's new changes took effect only on March 23rd, and the earnings report covers only activity for the three months ending March 30th meaning these numbers are just covering a week of activity in other words. The effect over the longer term will likely be significant. Austin, Texas-based Big Commerce has completed a big round of funding. The growth stage startup 
which powers e-commerce sites for Sony, Toyota and 60,000 other merchants, has raised $64 million to accelerate its business. The investment was led by Goldman Sachs, with participation from General Catalyst. GGV Capital and Tenaya Capital and it brings Big Commerce's total raised to more than 200 million since it was founded in 2009. Acorns, the mobile service that's providing a gateway to investing in the stock market, has completed the master plan it set in motion months ago with the acquisition of Vault by finally launching a retirement account product today, called Acorns Later. The service is the first Acorns investment vehicle to get the same kind of tax advantages the swells get when they invest through products like individual retirement accounts. Setting up a retirement account is confusing and, as a result, two out of three Americans aren't saving for later in life, said Noah Kerner, Acorns' chief executive officer. In a statement Acorns later removes friction from the decision-making process. Getting back to our central product philosophy make big decisions small. Tech giants are busy updating their TCS ahead of the European Union incoming data protection framework, GDPR which is why, for instance, Facebook-owned Instagram is suddenly offering a data download tool you can thank European lawmakers for being able to take your data off that platform Facebook. Owned WhatsApp is also making a pretty big change as a result of GDPR noting in its frequently asked questions that it's raising the minimum age for users of the messaging platform to 16 across the European region this includes in both EU and non-EU countries such as Switzerland, as well as the in the process of Brexiting UK which is set to leave the EU next year. In the US, the minimum age for WhatsApp usage remains 13. Artificial intelligence and the application of it across nearly every aspect of our lives is shaping up to be one of the major step changes of our modern society today. A startup that wants to help other companies capitalize on AIS advances is announcing funding and emerging from stealth mode, Allegro.ai, which has built a deep learning platform that companies can use to build and train computer vision-based technologies from self-driving car systems through to security medical and any other services that require a system to read and parse visual data is today announcing that it has raised 11 million dollars in funding as it prepares for a full scale launch of its commercial services later this year after running pilots and working with early users in a closed beta smart speaker and audio company sonus has confidentially filed paperwork with the securities and exchange commission indicating it plans to hold an initial public offering as soon as this summer According to a report today from the Wall Street Journal the report says it's likely Sonus would raise hundreds of millions of dollars in capital with an IPO, and that its market valuation may be around $2.5 to $3 billion as a result the IPO could happen as soon as June. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow.